What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 258 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition for the week, where I'm going to be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, and news going on in the world of pro wrestling and sports entertainment from the past few days. If you don't know who I am by now, where the hell you been the past 258 episodes? That's way too much you should know by now, but if for some reason you don't, I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and we got a couple things to talk about for this week. Not a big, big week as far as stories go. Nothing really too controversial going on. Nothing really all that interesting going on, I have to admit. So I might just fly through this, partially because eh, these topics kind of are bland, partially because I'm tired, partially because I have to keep editing this every few minutes to sneeze because I've been sneezing non-stop for the past 24 hours. That's certainly annoying as all hell, but you don't have to listen to all those sniffles and stuff like that because the power of editing helps you out. So congrats to the power of audacity. But let's get into this stuff right now. First things first, we were talking about the other week or so that there was a congratulations in order for Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella for their baby. And now we've got some congratulations for Edge and Beth Phoenix, who have already had kids before, but now they're married. So really nothing to talk about with that other than just congrats, Edge and Beth Phoenix. Never really would have seemed like uh, that would have been the couple that I would have gone with because Edge had had his relationship with Lita. Beth Phoenix has been involved with CM Punk, who had been involved with Lita a little bit. And there's a lot of crossover between all these different people. But it looks like Edge and Beth Phoenix have been around for a long time, that they seem to be really happy. They're off doing their own thing. They're not going to get themselves involved with the wrestling business and stuff like that. And maybe that's the reason why it's worked out. I don't know. But it's very cool to see that they're both happy, so thumbs up for that kind of a story. But on the flip side of things, everything else, for the most part, is negative. (laughs) Just can't go that far on the positive side of things, can you? So if we're talking negatives, you know at least one of the things is going to be about Paige and Alberto Del Rio. Right now, Paige is considering doing a weekly YouTube video diary with Del Rio. She put something out on her Twitter about that, asking if people would be interested, I haven't checked to see what the response is, although I have to assume that the majority of her followers are probably like, that would be fantastic, oh my god, I'd love to see this. I, on the other hand, have no interest in it whatsoever, unless it's one of those train wreck type of things where you can see the two of them arguing constantly and just get a little sneak peek into the shitty, shitty bullshit that they have to deal with on a regular basis, but... I don't think that that's her goal at the very least. She probably thinks that her life with Del Rio is the best thing that's happening right now and the most interesting thing in the world and everybody would love it and that kind of stuff. But I think that this is probably the complete opposite of the Edge and Beth Phoenix scenario. I would be much more interested in Edge and Beth Phoenix doing basically nothing, hanging out in their house, just going, yeah, life is uh, life's pretty good than to have Del Rio and Paige run around basically getting stabbed and causing scenes and getting the police involved and running her career down the drain and all that other kind of stuff. Controversy is the whole scheme of television and programming and all that kind of stuff, but I don't really like shows like that. I don't like the scandal, bullshit, drama stuff, so that's why I don't watch the Kardashians or anything on the Bravo Network or anything that's kind of on par with that. That's why I don't like Total Bellas or Total Divas or anything like that, too. So I have zero interest in this, but like any of the hot tags we're talking about, I want to know what you guys have to say. Would you actually be interested in checking out a Paige and Del Rio YouTube video diary thing? I don't know. I don't know. But 
If we're also talking about negative things, another thing that pops up each and every week is TNA Talk. We should probably just have our own little segment called TNA Talk, where we just rip all over the place on it, but uh, they are losing their programming deal with Challenge TV in the UK in January. They said that they're going to continue to air until January, and then the contract is up, and they are not being renewed, so that is one more negative thing. Now, unfortunately for Billy Corgan, he is not going to be controlling the company uh, the whole thing with that whole lawsuit is apparently leaning more towards him just getting a buyout, and that's about it. So that is something I'm disappointed with, because I was thinking that even though Billy Corgan seems kind of like a weird choice, he kind of seemed like he had a lot of the right ideas going on in his head. So I was looking forward to him taking charge, and if he's not going to be doing that, then I don't have a clue what this company's going to be doing, but they are going to be losing Maria. And they're going to be losing Davey Richards soon, too. Davey Richards has said that 2017 is going to be his last year. And Maria doesn't know exactly when she's going to be leaving, but that she does plan to leave. And she's going to school. Uh, I think she said she's going to be going for her master's degree. I don't know exactly in what, but she's got her bachelor she's working on now and stuff. So the reason she went back to school is because she wanted to leave wrestling, which makes sense. You know, hat tip to her for having a plan for the future, whatever it might be. I don't know really what job I could see Maria doing. She's not going to be like a uh, CSI or some kind of neurosurgeon or anything like that, especially if she's doing things on the side and stuff like that. But I don't know, maybe she's going for some kind of business thing or maybe she's getting involved in real estate or whatever the hell else. I don't know. But if she's leaving soon, I would have to imagine that the deal with, uh, what is his name, Bennett, might not seem as sweet anymore. And with Davey Richards, he's got the Eddie Edwards tag team, although they've kind of separated them a little bit as far as I'm aware. Eddie Edwards is the champion right now, right, I think? I don't know. Depends on what their tapings are. So losing two people no matter what is definitely not a good thing for TNA in any capacity whatsoever, especially if they're two of their so-called bigger stars out of the bunch. I don't know if that's really going to change any of their ratings. I don't think that's really going to make them in any worse of a position than they normally are. But it's still just not a positive. Although they do have a new thing that is a somewhat positive sort of thing. The Al Snow Wrestling Academy is now going to be their global development center. That's what they're calling it. But basically, it's going to say that's their official training grounds. That's where they're going to take different talent, put them over there. They're going to train sort of like their NXT, their performance center, that kind of a thing. I can't imagine that Al Snow's Wrestling Academy is going to be doing that much better for people than anything else, but if you're looking to get into the wrestling business, TNA is still a bigger name than a lot of the other things out there. I mean, you do have Ring of Honor, you do have Evolve, obviously New Japan, if you can get over there, that kind of stuff, but if you're an independent wrestler and you're in their area, it might be worth it to go to Al Snow's Wrestling Academy and spend a little bit extra more money. Maybe that's going to end up getting you a job in TNA. So if you hate TNA and you don't want to be a part of that, stay away from Al Snow's Wrestling Academy. But if you are a struggling independent guy or woman for that matter, because I'm sure that they train the women as well, then maybe you give them a little bit of a, a peep and check them out. I don't know. I don't think that it's really going to mean all that much in the long run because I don't think TNA is going to be around all that long. But then again, we've been saying for years now that this was going to be the end of TNA. So they keep coming back up like a goddamn zombie. And, you know, if you want to try to bank on that, then go ahead and bet your money. Either way, if you want to go to WWE, it's probably better to avoid TNA as much as possible. So, And that's your uh, end result. 
go to a different wrestling school. Go to Evolve, go to Dragon Gate, go to Shikara. Anything else, it seems like it's a better idea. But let's transition from people that we know are leaving TNA to somebody who we know is going to be sticking around in WWE, but he is going to be taking a little bit of a time off, and that is Austin Aries. There was a live event for NXT this past Thursday, and he was wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura. Apparently, he suffered an orbital fracture, and he's going to be doing surgery, and he'll be out with an injury until early 2017. So, no NXT TakeOver Toronto for him. No TakeOver in December if they decide to do that, though I highly doubt that they're going to do anything in December. And if they do do something for the Royal Rumble, whether it's an NXT show or it's an appearance at the Royal Rumble... That could be in jeopardy right now because early 2017 could mean anything from January 1st to January uh, 30th to February or March 2017. doesn't necessarily specify that has to be the earliest in 2017. So he might not even be able to appear for whatever show that they do at uh, NXT TakeOver Orlando. I think it's Orlando, right? That's WrestleMania. So that might even put that in jeopardy. So that Hideo Tommy feud... I don't know what's going on, man. Anything that Hideo Itami surrounds, it seems like he's some kind of a, a negative vortex or something like that. So Aries is gone for a little bit. That might hurt Roderick Strong in the long run, although it might actually end up being a positive for Roderick Strong because if they can bring him into the mix a little bit to replace Austin Aries, then that can end up being something that is a, a more positive side of things. But if he was going to be tagging with Aries and that they had to put that on the shelf, then that's unfortunately a negative thing. Either way, Austin Aries not wrestling is always going to be a bummer. So that's disappointing, especially considering that we could have possibly gotten him to be in the Royal Rumble. We could have possibly gotten him to be a part of any kind of NXT TakeOver shows coming up and that kind of stuff. But it doesn't seem like it's going to be too, too bad in the long run. It's not like a uh, neck injury or a concussion or anything that might put him on the shelf for months and months and months. You got to take what you can get. So what can you say? I want to talk a little bit about the Table for Three Comedy Gold Edition. It was Goldust, R-Truth, and Booker T on this past episode, and we haven't seen a Table for Three in quite some time, but they've really gone downhill. I think that they used to be longer. Maybe not. Maybe my memory is just deceiving me, but they seemed like they had so much more content before. These past couple episodes have been shit, and this one is probably the worst out of the bunch. I didn't enjoy this one pretty much at all. I thought... Given the idea that Goldust has been part of a tag team with Booker T, he's been part of a tag team with R-Truth, maybe they would have some really good stories for Goldust and they'd kind of be picking on him like they did with the Ryback thing in the past. Nope. This is just one of the most boring ones where Booker T basically just says, you know, I used to be great. And R-Truth looks at the two of them and smiles and laughs and Goldust looks confused. This one is totally skippable. I do not recommend it to anybody. I still think if you haven't checked out Table for Three, go back and check out the first, like, three or four of them or so, because they have been just very, very disappointing lately. Very ashamed to see that that has gone downhill like that, especially considering how both of these tag teams were supposed to be, like, these funny tag teams. Comedy Gold is the name of the freaking segment, and it's not funny. So it's so weird for them to have that out there. I don't know if this was, like, the best material out of the time that they ate. But even the food wasn't even that good this time around. It was just salad and a shitty piece of chicken, they were saying. I don't... Oh, man. It just bugged me. So, uh, skip it if you haven't already. (laughs) 
Finally, the last hot tag for this edition is more of a speculative thing than anything else. Cliff Compton used to be uh, Domino in WWE. Used to hate that tag team Deuce and Domino. Did not like them at all. But Domino seemed like okay. I didn't like Deuce the most. He says that a friend of his who is in WWE is burnt out and wants to quit. But he didn't specify who. The only clarification that he said was that it wasn't Brian Kendrick. So who is it? Is it Cesaro? Curtis Axel? It's hard to know because Domino hasn't been part of the company for a while, so you can't assume that it's some of the newer guys. It has to be one of the somewhat older guys. But who is he really good friends with? A lot of people could be pointing to the ones that are in like the, the indie circuit and stuff that could have been traveling around with him around that time. But I don't know. I have no idea who could be burnt out and wants to quit. If I'm looking at the roster right now, a lot of people seem like they're in pretty good spots for the most part. I mean, depending on what they think that they value themselves at, because some people like a, a Cody Rhodes is going to say he's worth more, and I totally agree. Somebody else, like a Gold Dust, like we were just mentioning, he's happy to just be part of the card no matter what. And I look at the cruiserweights, I, I would assume all the cruiserweights are off the table. They're all doing so much more right now in the company than they've ever done. Sin Cara's got a little bit of a resurgence. Brian Kendrick's back into the company. A lot of them are new, that kind of stuff. I'm just going by alphabetical here. Bo Dallas, he can't really be all that frustrated. He, nobody really thought he was going to be doing anything to begin with. Cedric Alexander, no, he's part of the Cruiserweights. Cesaro does stand out as a possibility. Curtis Axel hasn't been doing jack shit, so that's why those two come up. But maybe it's Darren Young? Maybe it's like uh, Epico and Primo, or... I don't know. I mean, not a whole lot of people are standing out to me. The most likely one, I would say, is probably Curtis Axel. He's been around long enough that he could have been friends with Domino. He hasn't been doing all that much. He's been losing for... Uh, God, since he uh, won that Intercontinental Championship for the most part. So he he's probably my top pick. But I want to know what you guys have to say. I want to know if you have anybody in mind. Who do you think is this potential person who is frustrated and wants to leave WWE? What do you have for any other thoughts on any of the other hot tags that I brought up earlier? Anything you want to talk about, drop those comments below in the comment section. That's what it's there for. Make sure that you hit that thumbs up button on the YouTube video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Go to smartoutmoment.com itself and follow me at Tony Mango and at A Mango Tree and at Fanboys Anonymous and all the other kind of stuff that I'm doing. Which, by the way, I started a brand new podcast just a few days ago. First episode is up, but I can't tell you what it is. You have to find it yourself. My name is not involved in it. You are going to be very surprised when you see what it is. But if you can find it, send me a message and I'll see if uh, I give any kind of like a clarification on whether or not that's me. That's all I'm going to leave that out there is a little tease. So uh, the less said about it, the better. And I'm going to shut up about that. But <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening to this edition of the Hot Tags, everybody. I have the IWC Outreach, Rest Hold, Ask Him, whatever combination stuff that I'm probably going to be recording next. So if you hear any more sniffles on that one, then you'll understand why. I'm also going to be doing a Sporkle quiz sometime over the next day or so. And we've got Superstar Scores Goldberg is going to be coming up. I'm probably going to be doing a Call the Spot for the Survivor Series teams. Maybe multiple Call the Spots. I'm not too sure about that yet. It all depends. 
And then we've got the predictions for NXT TakeOver. And then we got the predictions for the Survivor Series. And then the Survivor Series and NXT post shows. So that's going to be the content that you're going to see over the next couple of days. It's going to be spread out a little bit more differently than normal. But that's what you got to look forward to. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment. And I am being counted out. Ah!